Dawson, and welcome back to another episode of Gabagool Nate. New episodes every Wednesday. Of course, this week will be Gabagool Nate Dingleberries number two. Now, what Dingleberries is, the idea is all of the different topics, subjects, opinions that we couldn't quite fit into the right episodes, couldn't find the right theme. You know, when you're trying to cram that round peg into the square hole and it just will not fit, that's basically the idea of Dingleberries. Another aspect of this recurring series is the unformed thoughts. Now, if you're not too sure what that's supposed to mean, it's when people online want to make stupid, ignorant opinions that they don't really know what they're talking about, they'll just preface it with, now this isn't a fully formed thought, but, and then spew a bunch of ignorant bullshit. Basically, the idea is if you have a disclaimer before something, then you can't be racist, ignorant, or stupid because, hey, I pre-warned you, this is not a fully formed thought. Now, one thing Gabagool Nate is known for is our detailed, meticulous journalistic integrity. No stone goes unturned. We ask all the right questions to all the right people. It's basically our bread and butter. So one thing we always try and do here at Gabagool Nate Podcast Central 1 is to tap into the zeitgeist of what's going on in the world. Really, you know, get a sip of that ether and be two-fingering the pulse of what's going on today. Now, all that's true. The big problem is that by the time I usually talk about these notes I've taken, uh, the subject matter is completely irrelevant and everyone's forgotten about what the hell I'm talking about. And that's what this week is all about. Relevant things in the news that were relevant maybe two months ago. Either way, let's get rolling. So one thing I've noticed is people not seeing the obvious. Now, of course, I'm not talking COVID shit, things like that. I'm just talking more in general in life. Uh, one example of this would be now, you may not be aware and just honestly don't give a crap, but a few months ago, there was a wrestler for WWE, a professional wrestler, uh, that had gone by the name of Walter, and he is now changing his name to Gunther. So now there's all these Nazi comparisons, and basically saying that uh, they changed his name to Gunther, uh, I don't know, all kinds of conspiracy theories. So what these fans started doing was posting side-by-sides of the WWE United States Championship belt, as well as like the the classic Nazi crest, you know, with the the eagle adorned on top of the swastika, surrounded by the the leaves and all that stuff. Uh, doing these side by sides, and and they're saying, oh my god, look at the imagery. That eagle, it's direct from Nazi Germany. Like saying like this is news. Like they've discovered something on the internet. Basically, anytime you're like, hey, I just noticed this. There's probably four thousand other people already have before you. Regardless. It's like they're like, my God, look at the imagery, the eagle. They're they're using the eagle because it's Nazi symbolism. You do realize that for the United States and Nazi Germany, their fan favorite animal has been the eagle forever. That's like been their national animal BFS for as long as you're willing to look back. Now, in much sadder news, the drummer of the Foo Fighters has just died, Taylor Hawkins. I drummed for them from, I think it was like 97 until obviously this year. And then the topic of addiction came up. And people were discussing that in various common threads. Now, first off, it's terrible. Addiction is is awful. It's hard. People are struggling. Um, it, you know, I've seen it firsthand. I've heard horror stories. Like, it, it's not a laughing matter. And it's, it's, it's a very serious subject that, you know, should be treated with the appropriate respect. One thing I just found kind of peculiar was somebody in the comments saying, you know, you shouldn't judge people on their addictions, you know, like they're more than that. And and I was like, well, well, yes, like obviously if you're a drug addict, I don't purely see you as a drug addict, but also typically you judge someone based on their actions. So 
You, know, you can have all the good intentions in the world, but if you ditch your children or something to go get the next fix, uh, then you are a general piece of shit, regardless as to why you've become that way. Like, if you've been crippled with a drug addiction and you, you know, been stealing to survive and all these different things, uh, are people supposed to invite you to homesit for them when they're on vacation? Or maybe care for their children? I, I don't quite understand that idea. I'm not saying that we shouldn't help and lend a hand to people struggling with addiction. I just find it kind of weird, like, you can't judge them on what they've done. Well, yeah, that's, like, the primary reason for judging people is, is what they've done. I find it's kind of along the lines when they say you shouldn't disrespect the dead. Somebody said that to me before. Well, I beg to differ. If I didn't respect somebody when they're living, why would I change that opinion when they're dead? What does that change? Obviously, I won't talk shit about them in front of their parents or something. But I mean, if you were a general piece of shit human, you're still a general piece of shit human, even if your heart's not pumping anymore. Now, of course, we're going to move on to more pressing matters. Online bullies. Now, I see people denouncing bullies online. Hoorah, all the more power to you. So these people denouncing these bullies, they're saying, justly, you know, you don't have better things to do than to sit around saying mean things and belittle people online. You know, instead of hating your life so much and spewing out your hatred, keep it to yourself while you type from your mom's basement, loser. So basically, the moral of the story is we shouldn't insult people or call them names unless you don't like them personally and then let it rip. Like, uh, uh, yeah, I'm a little bit lost on that one. Now, a lot of these internet social justice warriors are dedicated to ridding the internet of boo-boo words and bad vibes. Of course, they only seem to do so when someone attacks or even justly questions or criticizes their favorite beloved toxic fandom. I'm thinking Billie Eilish fans, BTS fans, grown adults' weird obsessions with, like, young adults. Now, blindly defending Spider-Man or your actor of choice is one thing, but many people seem to apply the same blind support even for people who have been openly bigoted, racist, or just generally shitty human beings. Now, I don't know if this is due to a cult of personality, forced coercion, or people just being real fucking dumb. But people, it's, it's like once they've fallen for the dumbest of swindles, they just seem to refuse anything outside of their narrow mindset. I don't know if it's the fear of embarrassment realizing how stupid you were. Like, let's just take a small example. So let's say there's people who defend a piece of shit. Let's say his name is, I don't know, Rick Prince. And you're like, he's great. He's the paragon of a good Canadian, hard-working man, blue-collar. He knows what's what. Then you find out he said all this horrible racist shit online. And people keep defending him. That A, it was in the past. That he made a mistake. And we all learn and grow and no need to drag them over the coals for it. Well, how the fuck is something being in the past not relevant? It's like, I murdered your family. That was in the past. Get over it. Like, very solid arguments there. But it's the idea of people posting their racist opinions online and claiming that it was an accident, that it was somehow a misunderstanding. You know, forgetting to pick up your friend at the airport, putting regular gas in your diesel, not realizing that the audio for your adult content is playing to your Bluetooth speakers and out of your laptop speakers, those are mistakes. Those are accidents. Posting a public racist rant is not a mistake or an accident. You know, like this asinine notion from these dum-dums to imply that, you know, this guy, he, he accidentally, you know, he's going to the church to help out local children. He tripped, opened up his Facebook, recorded a five-minute rant about the Great Replacement or any other bogus white supremacist ideology and posted it all while falling to the ground. Yes, what an unfortunate accident. How could this have happened? Well, now, I guess quickly now that we're on the subject of stupid people, let's just discuss a bit weird ways that people argue or debate. Now, there's the dumb look popularized by someone like 
Tucker Carlson. Like, I don't understand why this guy always looks like he's blind and deaf trying to complete a book on tape paint by numbers project. Like, he tilts his head like a dog and just this stupid look on his face. What? I don't even, I can't even comprehend the words you're saying. They're so out there. Oh, my God. People repeating the same thing over and over. Like, if you keep yelling, wake up at someone. Wake up! Wake up, people! Wake up! That that's going to coerce them or change their mind on something. I'm, it's the most... It is the most solid debate strategy I've ever heard of. And all the people yelling for me to wake up. Maybe you're right. Maybe my eyes are closed. I do need to wake up. But based on your demeanor and based on how you express these thoughts, I think the opposite for you. You should probably go take a nap. Because, you know, there's nothing like a large group of like-minded people dressed the same, regrouped in a small area, calling people sheep. That's bad. So we also got big words swinging. This you often see, tune into any kind of court drama. You'll see people who think that if they pick and choose some multiple syllable words that they heard on Judge Judy or Law and Order, that they'll be able to get out of a crime or out of an argument where they're the obvious idiots in it. Another thing is people who keep insisting that a crime wasn't a crime. Like, you know, a cop sees you committing a crime, but if you say, yeah, but that's not illegal, like somehow that will change the situation. But people, I notice they love throwing in like, well, according to statute, insert a number and supported by subsection, insert letter number. I have the right as a free citizen as per then insert your state or province penal code. Mm. And despite all that, using their big words and yelling as loud as they can, you get arrested anyway, and then basically you can refer back to the dumb face reaction is what they're going to be doing after that. So the last item on the weird ways people like to uh, debate or have arguments is people who gaslight video footage. Now, this we don't see so much with ordinary citizens. It's a bit more of a law enforcement thing. You know, a camera records someone doing something illegal, morally corrupt, or just generally shitty, and then you call out this law enforcement officer on it, and they end up with that above-mentioned, dumbfounded look on their face. They tilt their head like a Labrador retriever, and then proceed to try and gaslight away video footage. It's the strangest phenomenon. Like, there is a video recording of you doing something, and you seem to think that you can talk your way out of it using your position of power. Like, you can destroy evidence, you can tamper with stuff, but this idea that you're going to, like, talk away video evidence is just the weirdest thing I've ever seen. Well, unfortunately, that is all the time we have for this week. So let's close it off with this. You know, just remember to stay positive, do good, and keep learning. Life can be tough. It can be challenging. It can try and cram its thick marbled meat stick into your real good like, but you got to stay positive. You know, some people may be two-faced, selfish, lying cowards. <laughs> but if you stay honest and work hard, at least you can look yourself in the mirror at night. The mirror may be a little bit cracked, hanging crooked on a wall peppered with holes and rodent droppings. There may be very little light as you can't quite afford to pay the electricity. You may barely even be able to afford the sad, pathetic studio apartment with radon and asbestos issues, an empty fridge and little to no redeeming parts in your life. But my God, you can look in that mirror at night without any regrets. My name is Wes Dawson. This has been Gabagoolnate. Please listen, like, share, and subscribe. <laughs>